Your Story family, this is Allison Gilliard with Run Your Story, where every story needs to be heard. And you guys are in for such a treat with this run story from my friend, Kimberly Richardson, who, surprise, is also connected with Fostering Together. Such a small world, and it was so cool to find out. And we talk about Fostering Together in the podcast, and it was absolutely amazing. And speaking of Fostering Together, join us for Run Good on Tuesday, July 18th. So just next week, bring some school supplies to do good. And let's run together. Let's learn about fostering together. And I don't know, maybe Kimberly will be there as well. (laughs) It was such a great thing. I absolutely love that fun fact that we shared. Not only that, but Kimberly also shares that in running, she found community, but she also found her husband and how important community has been even through injury. And that is such a great reminder and how important it is to give ourselves grace, especially when we're going through injuries and it's so important. And so Kimberly, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you for all you do for our community with Fostering Together and what you've done for running. Even being injured, we still matter and our stories still matter. And it was absolutely beautiful. And guys, this podcast would not be possible without production skills Gray has with Gilliard Tech Services. If you're looking to spruce up your existing website or if you need a new one, Gilliard Tech Services is here to help. Gilliard Tech Services is also offering an AI camp from July 24th through July 28th for middle schoolers and high schoolers, so sign your kids up. These students will create a game or business just by using AI tools online. And AI guys, they would love this. So your students will not want to miss this incredible opportunity. If you want more information and details, check out GilliardTS.com. He also has social media sites as well, Instagram and Facebook. So definitely reach out to him. Such an incredible source. And so thankful for all he does for Runner Story and what he does with computer science. So he's helping the future generation. So thank you, Gray, and thank you for sponsoring this podcast. And guys... Go ahead and lace up your run shoes and get ready for my friend Kimberly Richardson and her runner story. Thanks, Kimberly, for being here. Absolutely. Ah, so excited. And right before the podcast, we found out there's this huge connection with Fostering Together, which I cannot exactly. wait to talk about later on. Right. But that just made this even more, ah, like perfect timing. That's it was right. meant to be. That's so. Right. So, Kimberly, what is your run story, my friend? Okay. So, I actually started running in my 30s. Okay. I never ran. I'm like five foot tall and <laughs> not what your typical runner in my mind was. And okay. I was not very athletic growing up. So, I was a dental hygienist and cleaning the teeth of my optometrist, the eye doctor that was next door. I was cleaning his teeth. And he was very active, ran all the time, and I was just, you know, you strike up conversation. That's what you do. And he pretty much dared me to run the senior bowl run at 30. And I was like, wait a minute, that's how many miles is that? And he was like, <laughs> that's six miles. He was like, well, there's options, but yeah. And I was like, I don't know about that. And he was like, come on, do it. You and the girls do it, and we're gonna, we'll do it together. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm up for the challenge. And so, basically, <laughs> that is how I started running. 
but I was also single. I didn't meet my husband until I was 31. So I was also single and I thought, okay, it cannot hurt to get in different circles and mm -hmm. meet people, mm -hmm. right? And I'm mm -hmm. a people person. So I thought, why well, really hasn't this occurred to me before now? <laughs> but the running part was pretty important. <laughs> and so I started what I thought training, mm -hmm. right? Ran a little bit here and there and I was like, oh, I got that. I got six miles. Oh my goodness, it's a really good thing. I had some really good friends, mm -hmm. one in particular, running with me on my mm. very first run. She made me run, and we'd walk a minute, and then she'd make me run some more. Mm. And I don't even remember what my time was for that thing. Sure. But I should have looked that up before I came. But I'm going to tell you, we were one of the last, okay? And we made it. That's all that matters. We you crossed, crossed that finish line. And I was incredibly proud of myself. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but then I thought, hey, if I can do that, I can run a little 5K. Mm. And so I gave me some confidence also. Yeah. And um, you did skip yeah, straight from a 5K to a 10K. Oh, yeah. So. Nothing like just going straight to six miles and never ran six miles before. It was perfect. I love that. And who is someone special that you met in the running community? So, I met my husband through some friends that mm. I was running with, kind of a combination. And so, we, of course, got very involved. He started coming to run with me mm. and got really involved in several of the local runs that were during the week. And we got to know Jim Kinder, who married my husband and I. Aww. And we had no idea who's pastor either. And so okay. we were just talking after one of the runs, and he was like, yeah, I'm actually a pastor. We were like, wait a minute, what? And we just loved him so much, mm. and he was probably a great and important person in our lives, and we just love him. And so that was a great connection. But lots of friends that, man, I still have to this day that mm -hmm. just, and even though right now currently, and I will talk about it in a minute, but I'm not able to run right now, but I still am very close to these people mm -hmm. that I've met in the running community. It's been great. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's so sweet. So speaking of, you are being sidelined. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the injury. Yeah. So in 2017, we had been running, man, the longest I've ever done was that half marathon. Mm -hmm. We did the, all the rock and roll mm -hmm. half marathons. My husband did sign up for the full, but ended up just running the half with me. There's no just. Um, that's right. There's no just. But we were running all the time and mm -hmm. very involved in with Mellow Mushroom mm -hmm. when it was Mellow mm -hmm. Mushroom. And then the Buffalo Wild Wings run during the week. And then I got in a car accident in 2017, head-on collision, had a really serious oh, back injury. So wow. it was like two years before I could even start trying that again, do lots of therapy. But yeah, and just now over the past year, I've gotten back into doing, just trying to be more active and mm -hmm. running around our neighborhood and things like that. And now I have a knee injury. Mm. Maybe it's from being 42. I don't know. <laughs> But I've been I'm going around to Celebrex and got a point mm. to see the orthopedic gotcha. now for my leg. But still, I think it's so important to have that community mm -hmm. of people and that know, hey, guess what? Even if you have an injury and you can't and you really want to be around these mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. you still have those people in your life and you get to be a part of and see them and encourage them on their journey. Yeah. Running journey, right? Mm. Running, just walking. And so having those people to still encourage and just knowing 
look, when you've been used to doing that and that's how you process stress and all of that and mm-hmm. having that come to a halt, yeah. dealing with, it's like depressing. Mm-hmm. And so not being as active as you once were, just knowing that there's hope, it's going to come back. You'll be able to do it again. Mm, yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's good. So what are some lessons learned from running? I had this huge fear we were running in the Midtown area and I was a dental hygienist and so I thought I just really don't want to be one of those people that falls and busts my teeth out got that down here on the curb I don't want to be missing one of these front ones and inevitably I did end up falling on one of those streets down there it's never graceful and it's like the okay you just have to turn and you just have to roll i did what i would consider almost like a cartwheel (laughs) but no teeth were involved okay and so yeah watching your step and running on the sidewalk Mm. yeah don't try down that street that's right (laughs) what has been a favorite race of yours and why I was drinking iced coffee on the way here, and I looked down, and I was like, oh, it's this Dog River. You remember the Dog River chase run? Yo, during Halloween? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was taking me back. I have several favorites, but I was like, okay, completely forgot about this one. And so I'm pretty sure I got the cup, not because I placed in my age category, but for my costume. Okay. (laughs) And yeah, it was a great costume award, but that one was really fun. Yeah. And hanging out at the river shack afterwards. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. That's never a bad time. And it's a little bit of a nighttime. Yeah. So it wasn't it was like evening. blazing hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was different. And, gotcha. and that was a memory jogger on the way here. I thought, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Do you or did you have a pre-race routine? Yes. And so, of course, if it was in the mornings, what I always did was have a banana, some water, and a sugar-free Red Bull. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got this. And tried not to do as much sugar, but that, and I never really had an issue with cramps, but mm-hmm. uh, that's every time before I ran. That's what I did. Gotcha. Morning up. There we go. Some stretching. <laughs> Try not to run too fast in the first mile. <laughs> <laughs> what did your post-race routine look like? It's one of these things like, it's usually not okay to have that many carbs at that time of morning, but after you run, you can carb up. <laughs> that's right. And yeah, it was usually just hanging out with mm-hmm. friends, brunch, Aww. something like that. I love that. You know, mm-hmm. able to get some extra calories in. That's right. And be with your Feeling community much again. Feeling better about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Favorite running item? Yeah. I was never really much like a gear kind of girl. Okay. I did on those longer runs. Yeah, I did some of those gummies, the electrolyte gummies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really can't say I had a favorite. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Favorite running shoes? Brooks. Oh, for okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's my favorite. Do you have a favorite running memory? I oh, had signed up to run the rock and roll. Okay. In New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And my husband was working that weekend, and so I was signed up to go with several friends. And I just, I remember, I wasn't feeling great the mm-hmm. night before, mm-hmm. or the day before. And I was like, is this the flu? I mean, what, what's going on here? And you're like, no, I have paid this much money. <laughs> I am going. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, maybe I should go to the doctor. And well, I did. I went to the doctor just to make sure. I'm like, yeah. I'm not contagious. You know, all these things. And they were like, um, no, you're not contagious, but you are pregnant. 
Oh. And I was like, okay, can I still run tomorrow? <laughs> and he was like, well, you might not want to be giving it everything you got, but yes, you can run. And wow. I, he was like, have you been doing this? You've been training? And I was like, yes. And I have paid all this money. <laughs> and he was like, okay, you can still go do mm -hmm. it. And I got so, I started panicking, like halfway through the run. I don't even know what street I was on. And then I was like, should I take a shortcut? I'm wondering, should I take a shortcut? No, I didn't take any shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> but I did consider it like the entire run. But uh, it wasn't my best timed race, but that's probably one of my best memories is oh. finding out the night before and I still did went and did it and mm -hmm. I told him I'm like hey your mama was running even when you were in there we were running since look at that I love so. that that's adorable yeah. do you listen to music when you run absolutely okay what are your running jams yeah I just put it I've never really made my own channel okay I just hit some hip-hop or something and my word it's some old school mm, it's nothing okay. new and probably nothing that i'd be real proud to <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah okay gotcha just you're like whatever what, that's right got it <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite recovery tool no no i can't i can't really say welcome I'm, to the club I, yeah and yeah. i thought i was like water <laughs> gatorade there we go okay. gatorade zero no sugar <laughs> Do you have a favorite cross-training activity? So, I love bar classes. Mm, okay. And I did, when I started doing that, there was a lot of yoga classes and stuff that I, I saw a bunch of the runners participating in. And I think they even had some at Running Try back in the day. But I started doing bar, and I mm. really feel like it helped stretch. Yeah. And just helped me in strengthening certain muscles mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that, man, I was, like, not using prior. And so... I love that. Mm -hmm. Like it's one of my favorite things. Yeah. To cool. do like yeah. cross training wise. Mm -hmm. Do you have a worst race and why? <laughs> I do. Oh, okay. I do. <laughs> okay. Run in the bush. Do it in the bush. Okay. Run. Mm -hmm. It's in Cottage Park. Mm-hmm. I still get made fun of for this. To this day. Oh. Okay. okay. Especially by my husband. But <laughs> so I ran at Cottage Hill Park, like, sure. on the tracks mm -hmm. before, mm -hmm. but never through the bushes part. And so, I was aware there was trails, totally aware of it, never ran on one. Okay. And I think I'm pretty good with directions, <laughs> typically, but obviously not. <laughs> so, we start this race. It's, it's in May. It's, like, one of the hottest ones, mm -hmm. right? It was hot. And I'm, like, blazing a trail somewhere and I was not with the head group okay I'm like somewhere in the middle to the back and I'm just running you do a thing I'm hip headphones in just going trying not to bust it because I mean it's just you're having to jump over mm -hmm, stuff so mm -hmm. not trip okay not do the cartwheel that's right in, yeah yeah in the bushes looking not down yeah yeah no teeth missing that's in right. and so <laughs> I uh, all of a sudden, I just came out on this path, and I was like, wait a minute, where is everyone else? Mm. <laughs> Obviously, I'd taken a turn and didn't know it. And so, anyway, I came out a little bit ahead of some of the other people. Oh. And then I knew I wasn't supposed to be ahead of yeah. I was like, there's no way I'm ahead of these people, because there's no way I'm that fast, and they always are way ahead of me. And so, I was like, okay. So, we get to the end, and I went and told all the people, I'm like, listen, this is what happened. This is where I went. Mm -hmm. So if I'm, if I am possibly above anyone else, make sure that I don't get anything. Okay. <laughs> Cause this is where I went and I'm pretty sure I took a shortcut unintentionally. 
And you weren't thinking about taking a shortcut during the race. Right. That like was not previous. intentional. That, yeah, 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 yeah. That was not even pre-planned. That was not even a thought. And so, anyway, yeah, it comes down to they're giving away all the awards. And literally, they called me up to get the third place medal in my age group. I was mortified because I had told everybody there. Yeah. Like, literally everybody I ran with, everyone there knew that there is no way that I ran that whole thing. <laughs> And then they called me and gave me a award, and I was so embarrassed. And I was like, I'm not. You're going to have to give this to the next person. Yeah. They wouldn't even tell me who it was. Anyway, I was so embarrassed. And that's the only medal I have ever won. <laughs> one for placing in an age group, and it wasn't even legit. <laughs> oh. So, I mean, all the other medals I got were basically for finishing. Right. Hey, that's the biggest accomplishment. And I'm super proud of all those. Absolutely. And those were legit. I did feel like... I at least accomplished those, and I, I deserve those. Mm -hmm. But I definitely don't deserve that one. And I got it. I still I have it hanging up, and it's embarrassing. I appreciate how that's your worst race and why that's your worst race. <laughs> it has nothing to do with time or humidity, anything like that. You're like, yeah, I got this medal that I shouldn't have gotten. Yes. <laughs> and I was mortified because everybody was laughing when I got it instead of like, no, 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 none of that. Oh. <sighs> Okay. That was awful. <laughs> oh, what advice would you give to somebody who wants to start running? Oh, just give yourself some grace. And you mm -hmm. do not have to mm -hmm. be blazing a trail. Mm -hmm. You can go out there and just run at your own pace. Yes. I was super discouraged initially because we were like the last people on my very first run. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? But then I realized, no, I finished it. That's and right. And a lot better health probably now than when I before sure. I started all this, mm -hmm. and it was a challenge. So yes, mm -hmm. realize it is a challenge if mm -hmm. you're starting to run. It does not matter if you're five foot or six foot or how short your legs are. It's totally fine. Yeah, it should be a little bit slower. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely, a hundred percent agree with that. That was mm -hmm. so good. Do you have any goals? So I would say right now my goal is just to get back. We're running a pretty good 5K. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I've got two little ones, my a little boy seven and my little mm -hmm. girl three. And running with kids is a whole other challenge. Sure. Too, just to be really honest with you, especially ones that refuse to stay in a jogging stroller. And so, and teaching them that, right? Mm -hmm. The importance of staying healthy, yeah. making healthy choices. Of mm -hmm. course, I help people make healthy choices with what they eat right now, the nutrition. But I want them to make healthy choices in healthy motion and moving mm -hmm. and being active. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I feel like is important to teach them. And that's a goal that I have is to mm. not only tell them, but show them. Mm. That's so good. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do you have a mantra when it gets hard? Mm -hmm. Just don't quit. You mm. know, even if you're going to be the last one, don't yeah. quit. Don't give up. That's good. Even if you're going through a season of, I can't do it. Yeah. I'm super frustrated. And I would love to be in, in that season of my life mm -hmm. without this injury, mm -hmm. but it's coming. Mm -hmm. Don't give up. Mm -hmm. There's hope. Yeah. So good. That's really good. I want to talk about the connection we've had mm -hmm. that we didn't know. Yes. So with Duga's Run Your Story Partners Up, so Annie and I have created hashtag yeah. run good. Love it. So you came in and you are like, do you know the connection with Fostering Together? And I was like, I know friends that have been a part of it, yeah. but I had no idea uh -huh. that you are the founder uh -huh. of it. So 
That's really cool mm-hmm. that next month Fostering Together is going to be at Do Goods for hashtag Run Good. Uh-huh. So what is Fostering Together and how did that start? So Fostering Together Gold Coast is we are basically a resource for children in foster care and the families that take in these children in Mm. foster care. We serve these families well, and we serve these children well in the process. Mm. And having that support as a foster family, it's very important because dealing with children in trauma is is difficult. Mm. And so you need to have that support system and being able to talk through some of those things. But also, there's over 500 children in Mobile County in Mm. foster care. Wow. And so that's a lot of children Mm -hmm. to serve. Mm. And the numbers are growing, but... They need different things. Of course, at Fostering Together, we have anything they may need when they come into care. And we serve from newborns all the way through age 18. Wow. And yes, it's all the things when you get babies, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's the car seats, beds, everything it takes over your house when you have babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, so we have all those things. And of course, clothes and diapers and stuff like that. And then as they grow, all the other things that they may need and just the resources. It's a free resource Mm -hmm. for children and families Mm -hmm. uh, with foster care. And so it's a way that we connect the needs of the children in foster care and the generosity of the community. Mm. And yeah, people love serving these precious children. And so we just help facilitate that. But my husband and I started foster care classes, the tips classes, training classes, and he wigged out week two and was like, absolutely not. And I pretty much was like, okay, I really feel called to to serve these children and had a huge desire for foster care. And so I thought if I can't do it, I want to say, I want to help any mama parents that say yes, want to make sure that they have what they need. Mm -hmm. And so we created a foster care supply closet then, and it was at my house. And the Lord brought Rachel Webb here from Birmingham with a lot of the same desires. And she has done everything with the administration side of it, Mm -hmm. and we merged. And so we merged and formed Fostering Together Mm -hmm. Gulf Coast. And it's a 4,000-square-foot building across from Dreamland Barbecue. Mm-hmm. If you've never been there, we'd love for you to come by. It's a great place. We do take gently used things and new and or gently used things for children. And, yeah, it's been really a blessing to be a part of. I'm now serving in a board role, mm-hmm. and we would love any help and participation any way you guys want to but y'all are a big part of that <laughs> this next month we're so excited community. and just had no idea yeah. I had not until you said it and you were like do you know this connection and uh, like I said I'm like I know friends I know how important yes. it is Mars Hill talks about fostering That's together right. Right. I was at fostering together whenever do goods had their pop-up shop there yes. so I had been there yes. so just all these little networking connections mm-hmm. that have happened for fostering together and yeah. so it's always been there really as far as I know what you guys do, but I had no idea that when we were interviewing today (laughs) that I was interviewing the founder of Fostering Together. So that was a pretty cool moment. So, well, thank you for doing, thank you for creating Fostering Together, for seeing that need. And like, literally, it was a coming together of minds and the Lord had all of this planned because Mm. Rachel, her husband came down here to be on staff at a church here in Mobile. Oh, wow. Okay. And she had worked with a nonprofit there that did something similar. Wow. And so, like, man, the strengths that she has, and she's the executive director of Fostering Together, and she's she does a great job. 
I love that. Yeah. Oh. Um, all the board members are very involved, foster parents mm-hmm. and leaders in our community, and it's great. And it's a great thing that, that they're accomplishing, mm-hmm. honestly. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so, yeah, you guys will be at hashtag run good next month. That's and right. so we're getting people that come to bring school supplies because we want to provide students that are in yes. fostering yes. together to be able to have what they need. We're gearing up for our back to school drive. And so we provide book bags and all their school supplies and get them ready for the year and so we've got all their school lists and everything that they need and Mm -hmm. so it has begun absolutely and it is a huge undertaking for that many children oh sure you said 500 right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but they have to register and we have to have all their information Mm -hmm. but we've been reaching out to them and helping do that and so Mm -hmm. after that then we'll be headed for the holidays and so it's always it's always very busy there but it's a really fun and really rewarding thing to be a part Mm -hmm. of I absolutely love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're not at Fostering Together, yeah. when you're not being a mom and a wife mm-hmm. and going through an injury, that's right. what can we find Kimberly doing? So I help people with proper nutrition. Mm, okay. And when I started running, honestly, I was like, okay, good. I'll run and I can eat all <laughs> the pizza I want. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. that was yeah. like, mm-hmm. that was my initial thought. I'm like, whoa, yeah. Not <laughs> eat, but I and look, after a half mm-hmm. marathon, you feel like you can't eat enough. Right, yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, but it is important what you put in there. And so for years, I thought that was my reason, or not whole reason, but it was part of it. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. It was like weight control and all of it. But now I would say that having an injury and not being able to do those things, mm. I had to swap. I had to change my thought process on sure. Okay. It's okay. Got, it, I've got to pay attention to nutrition. What mm. am I putting in my body? Because when you have an injury, you're not as active as sure. you are. Yeah. And so I really dove into that. What does this look like? And mm. I need to make sure that I know these things and then in return can help other people do it. And initially I was like, just going to help my children, right? Make healthy choices. And, and it's snowballed, but I help people with nutrition mm. and whether they have some weight loss goals or just health goals, we set those goals and develop a plan that works good for them and help them reach those goals. And so when they get to where they want to be health wise, then we set some new goals, whether that's, Hey, would you like to start running? Would you like to be more active? Mm. What are some things you want to work on? Is it toning? And so then we set some new goals. So yes, it's nutrition and we get those things nailed down and reach those goals and we set some new ones. but. I am owner of Richardson Health, mm. and so it's a pretty much full-time thing. I am able to work from pretty much anywhere and able to work around my kids' schedules, and so that is an amazing mm. perk. Yeah. But I also just love connecting with people, mm. and I've always loved talking to people, connecting, helping people, and so it's just another way to do that. Yeah. And Aww. so... <laughs> Yeah, and it's how all this weaves together. Like, mm-hmm. the Lord mm-hmm. had a plan, and he continues to surprise mm-hmm. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Any final words of wisdom, my friend? I would say dream big. Dream bigger. Mm-hmm. And Dream set, bigger. I like that. Set some bigger goals for yourself mm-hmm. in life and with running. Mm-hmm. But dream bigger. And you can achieve anything you set your mind to. Mm-hmm. Mindset's everything. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Thank you, my friend. This has yeah. been such a joy. Yes. So, yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely.
Thank you so much, my friend Kimberly. What a great reminder that when we're injured, we're still a part of the community. And and guys, this is a great reminder that if you haven't seen that running buddy in a while, to reach out to him and to say, hey, you know, I haven't seen you around. I just want to check in on you. Are you okay? Go for a bike ride with them. Go for a walk. Hit some laps in the pool. Do something together because you're still a part of this community. It's crucial. And that was such a great reminder. And I think it's adorable that as soon as you found out you were pregnant, you were like, can I go run? <laughs> That's a runner for you. So thank you, Kimberly, so much for that and what you're doing with Fostering Together. And I absolutely adored that connection that we found out. That was just amazing. And Ah, I love moments like this around your story. That was really, really cool. And just so thankful for all you're doing for Mobile and making it better and our future runners better and communities and, and just very eternally grateful for that. And guys, talk about being grateful. I'm so grateful to Mars Hill Church for all that they do for allowing Run Your Story to record and have a safe place that we can open up and talk about our stories because it's not always easy. And sometimes it is being a little vulnerable. And I truly appreciate that they give us such a safe place to be able to do that. We're just very, very grateful. So Marshall Church, they believe in the Run community. They believe in Run Your Story and we believe in them. And as I said in the intro of this, this podcast would not be possible without Greg Gilliard from Gilliard Tech Services. So guys, definitely check him out. Check his website out at gilliardts.com for any details or any questions that you may have. Definitely reach out to him. And he's your go-to guy. And truly, truly thankful for him. Guys, thank you for our Patreon supporters. You rock. So grateful for you. Speaking of Patreon supporters, (laughs) guys, you should check out our website shopping page because you may be finding your favorite mantra and so if there was somebody's story that stuck out to you we're adding them weekly as soon as we can we're adding them and it's just a fun way to share your stories and again like I said I've always said this and that is your stories deserve to be heard because they are amazing and they're crucial they are so crucial and I take every one of them with me and each one of them means something special and so this is just another way to give back. Each speaker has chosen a nonprofit that they want to give to, so the proceeds from those, any swag that is sold from any of the mantra lines will go to that specific nonprofit. So we're super excited to see what we can do with all of this and how Runner Story can be a part of the community even more. And so we're truly grateful for that. Because if you've not signed up as a Patreon supporter, you should do so. You get some really cool swag, just got some new hats in, very, very excited. Now's the time to sign up. It's time to do some things. Time to be part of the Runner Story family on a different level. So very, very excited about that. Also, guys, like us, share us, comment. It really helps because your stories, they need to be heard. They are life-changing and inspirational. And so comment on one, share them, like us, rate us, however you listen to us definitely give a thumbs up and and let people know that you're listening to run your story because we really want your stories to be out there to be heard and guys just thank you thank you thank you for listening to run your story and being part of this and we are truly grateful for all the amazing things that are coming we are so excited and just truly grateful for this beautiful community that continues week after week to just change my life and make me not only a better runner but a better person and so i'm very grateful So thank you, Kimberly, so much for sharing your run story and your story has become a part of my story and it's become a part 
of the Runner Story family. And so get out there, guys. Lace up your running shoes. Hit the pavement because every story needs to be heard.